In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. And the dogs have helped us with the introduction. So I guess you get to take a shot. That was Wade, guys. Oh, look at Arrow. He looks so cute. <laughs> he tried to sucker bite him. <laughs> bite his face. <coughs> Hello. <coughs> Welcome. This is a podcast. Chalozies. Uh, I don't know what that was. It's um, my happy language. Please stop that. <laughs> so as you can tell, we're now still audio. I am like two steps closer to f- getting this thing to fucking work. I got the videos working, but the audio wasn't going to work. So we just went back to Ty's computer and I was like, okay, fine, just do it. I'm tired. I like was sitting there staring at it. I'm like, I don't know what you need, but it wouldn't say anything. It needs everything. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like watching videos. Oh, you need to download this software. Launchy videos? I was watching videos. (laughs) Not what I heard. (laughs) Wow. Launchy videos. Look at you. Now I know what you do while I'm asleep, huh? Yeah, the, the, I just mm. I stare at you watching raunchy videos. Hell yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Keep I don't even know what time. kind of kink that is, but it's 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 a new kink. We just made it up. I'm it's like sure it's already out there. Being dirty while someone's sleeping. Yeah, and then you can take it a step forward. By but what like, would you call it? Dirty watching. Uh, no, it's got to be like something more scientifical. Like we got a dirty watching ology. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that works. But that's the study of dirty watching because ology means the study of. Not in this definition. Great. It means what we say it means, damn it. Great. Who said that we can't change the way words are? I saw a video earlier today that this Mary woman Webster. was trying to say that two plus two, that two plus two equals four normally. What she was saying. Saying that means it's racist because she's like something about ideology, something. So two plus two could equal five. And if people say that it only equals four, then that's being racist. Oh, do these numbers (laughs) have feelings? I was like, what? You're just (laughs) limiting the numbers to what they can be. That's basically what she was saying. That is. Oh, my God. (laughs) I should have sent it to you, but I just like. I was some of the videos you send me. Up. I'm just like, no. Well, the ones that I've been seeing recently, it's just guys take another shot, man. It's these just these a dog, bunch of freaking rambunctiousness. So you BS. might be, and then they're gonna pass out in two minutes. And maybe oh, arrow sneezed, and now he's playing with the tire. Um, so my name's Katie. My name is G Dog Areno. I'm just gonna call you Lur. And you gotta say it like that. Nope, G Dog Areno. I will shut this shit down. Lur. Okay. No, don't yeah, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this week? Uh, well, I don't know. Just, um, I don't know. You know, weird times. Weird year. Weird subjects. You do nothing but play video games all day and <laughs> weird times. How is this weird? Like I'm th- trying to, I'm thinking <laughs> back to what you did the last like two days. And I haven't nothing. been here for two days. You were here yesterday and most of today. It's not. T- Ow, don't sit on my foot. Take a shot. Take two shots. She just called Damn, me. Damn, you guys are wasted now. A lot of pain. So we she could like- just like put dead silence on this podcast and you would be entertained now. Yeah, 100%. Um, what was I saying? Oh, no, it's, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's weird times. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is when I need the video working because I'm giving him the worst looks. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? I just woke up like, okay. So this past week, wifey, like, uh, I was going to say another word that starts with an S, but that might be a little racist. (laughs) Suck. Slave. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh yeah oh <laughs> uh she made me pick up overtime this past i didn't week, make so you i said it would be ideal she's been bringing that up to me like every week so i was like fine i guess i'll put in for it so i work three doubles in a row so three 16 hour shifts and i noticed some people out there were like no that's nothing i work 15 million 16 hour shifts well i'm also almost 40 and there's gonna be people out there oh i'm almost 60 i can do it 
Anywho, everybody's different, but I am like still tired from it. So I'm not on the level of wifey because she's just always exhausted, but still. And then I like stayed up super late playing video games last night because in order for me to go to the gym, I don't like going to bed early to wake up at seven to go to the gym. So I just stay up all night. And we did a double workout today. Yeah. And so I'm tired. And I did wifey a, cleaned a shit ton today. I like okay, but I you added something to the chore list today. I wasn't going to do. Well, I could have did it. I was gonna do it before I went to bed. But you're like, well, just clean up the toys and I'll do it. I'm like, yeah, I like I was trying to clean it up better, and I was like, fuck it, I'm tired. Just like get, I'm sunburned too. Well, so, yeah, because you don't wear a long sleeve shirt like you should. But anyway, so I mowed the lawn today. Then I cleaned the litter box. Then I swept him up the upstairs. I made like, cause we're leaving this weekend. We're having a house sitter. So they're coming over and I wanted to put instructions for the dogs and shit. And so I made a new instructions for the house for the dogs and I labeled shit. I took, no, I didn't take out the trash yet. That's, that's something on the list. I just, and then I did a bunch of, oh, oh, I fixed the shutters outside. I swept outside. I mowed. I I said I mowed. Um, I did other stuff. This basically everything that she had on the list, she did. Oh, I set up the one thing. I set up the basement like room where the the girl's gonna stay, and it was just like a lot. And it hit me, and then I was like, I need to go to the chiropractor. My shoulder was really hurting, so I went to the chiropractor, and I was like, dude, my shoulder hurts. And he was he was like feeling it, and he's like, yeah, you look weird. And I'm like, thanks, Um, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) Um. And so he was like, yeah, your shoulder's slightly dislocated. And I'm like, how the fuck? I have no idea how I didn't you did fall- that. Oh, I did fall on it a couple days ago. Well, there you go. That would be why. I, like, remember when I told you I tripped over that Yeah, piece I didn't of know how you landed. I thought you I, just I landed, landed on my, like, I landed on my arm. Well, then that and, would be why, then. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, because I was sitting Jesus. here. Jesus. I was trying to think of how I could have dislocated it because it's been increasingly more painful. And then I was shaving my head today and I couldn't like move my arm. Yeah, so let's try to lift it again. I, it, it's higher, babe. I was just doing it like that. No. Not that anybody can see me except for you. I mean, Lala can. She doesn't give two shits. <laughs> um, so I was sh- trying to shave my head, but my arm wouldn't move up. And I was like, this is not good. And I didn't realize how covered in dirt I was from the lawn mowing. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's like grossness. So, yeah. That was my day. And so I'm tired and hungry and... Now we're doing a podcast. Yay! So let's just get into it. Because I'm tired and hungry and let's just get into the podcast. when she's hungry, she's hangry. She, like, will cause World War III when she's hangry. Just World War III? Or the end of the world as we know it better there is that better for you babe okay okay taters and meat you didn't say it i I wasn't there yet taters and meat taters and meat there we go (laughs) meat and taters ow do you want to read this or do you want me to? Well, yeah. Like, why are you All right. Take so just an update. If you have not watched it yet, go to Tubi. There is a movie there called The Chaos Brief. Chaos is spelled with a K-A-O-S. So it is not spelled C-H-A-O-S or O-A-S. I don't know how to spell it. My bro- C-H-A-O-S. Okay. Um, this here is here for you. I am struggling, okay? You always struggle. Just tell the world. Tell the world. I just did. Tell the world. We have one person who listens. So actually, we had seventy-four listeners yesterday. Oh, nice. Right. That's Spiffmeisters. I felt really popular, and we I was like, "Are popular, but look at us in foreign countries, <laughs> Russia." <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Not sure how they understand us, but we appreciate it. Maybe they it. just listen to us because they want to learn English. We are not the Yeah, people. we're not the right one. <laughs> we are the wrong choice. I can barely even do a complete sentence with three letters or three words. <laughs> See? See what I mean? <laughs> so, but thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. it. 100 million percent appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Oh, just the plugging. Please rate and review. That does help us out. So Yeah, even if you don't like us, please give us five stars. Give and us five stars. comment why you don't like us. Yes, and list it out, and we will read it online. Yeah, and then we will keep doing what you say you don't like. Because <laughs> I do not give two shits. <laughs> okay, so the Chaos Briefy. 2016 horror sci-fi. I mean, it's not really horror at it all. It kind of is. No, it kind of isn't. So, 
Because you um, got to see blood. Ooh, this is not get good reviews. Uh, so yeah, there's like, why to watch? Sinister, mysterious, horrific. I mean, not really, but anywho. So we got a four point five out of ten on IMD Bizzle. Uh, that's the only one they give, and no, then sixty-seven percent of Google users liked this movie. I'm surprised it's not higher. I liked I it. I mean, would I watch it like over and over and over again? No. No. So, okay. uh, so it's uh, synopsis. Penis, penis. Top secret footage reveals the fates of our four teens who vanished during a trip to the mountains. I mean, they didn't vanish. Afterwards, they did. I mean, afterwards, yeah. But oh, well, we just that's... told this ending. <laughs> Whoops. Well, we probably were anyway, because I'm pretty sure not everybody's going to watch this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, there you go. So, end of the podcast. Until next time. <laughs> did you like the movie? We're going to give it a seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we got director is J.P. Mandarino. Um, I mean, probably most, I think all these people are not going to be, like, very known. Yeah, these are, n- like, not highly known people. But, I mean, they're, like. They're I can't com- even pronounce his name. The the black guy's name. Trend. Yeah, Trend, but his real name. And then, but we got Drew Lipson as Skyler. We got Marco Del Vicho. I probably said that completely wrong as Corey. And we got Edward Singletray. He must have been. No, he doesn't look like that guy. I don't know who he is. They don't have a name Corey? underneath him. Corey, what do you mean? Your no, this is an older guy, babe. Oh, he was probably the Men in Black. Yeah, he must have been one of the men in black guys or because he doesn't look like the guy with the mask on. He doesn't look like him. So, yeah, pretty short like, and sweet. That was really short. Yeah, it's super short. Wow. Real short. Mm hmm. Well, it's a low budget film. Even it's, though it's, OK, hacked footage reveals mysterious events surrounding the abduction of four teenagers. Again, only four. I mean, it wasn't really there was technically only three abductions abductions wait a minute what is the abduction doesn't only mean alien it can mean i can abduct you meaning i take you from your surroundings i get it but like i said it was technically only three because the other one she was taken by men in black i'm not talking about him i'm talking about trend it was technically only three technically but i'm sure they cleaned up the evidence well yeah but he's He's already like. I forgot about him. <laughs> Why does he get to get shot? Well, because he was an idiot. Well, we'll get to it. But he was an idiot. <laughs> what? What? It's like if you're gonna do that, you should have did that from the doorway or the sidewalk, not walk. Walk up. All. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's get into this. So as we enter the movie, there is a masked guy on the screen talking about how. There's chaos, and out of chaos brings order. Basically, government is covering up shit. Typical shit, conspiracy theorist shit. Government is definitely... real shit. Government is definitely not telling the truth on anything. Like, lies upon lies. Look at Trump. He's arrested, I think. I mean, I don't... I don't pay attention. I just, last time I know, he was crying on the stand or something, and he got arrested, and I was like, deuces, bud. I guess you can't bring your toupee. Um, well, I'd rather have him than who we have in there now. So. I, I just think we should eradicate the government and start over. Like, just, no. Like, everybody, like, use the little MIB thing, flash it in everybody's eyes, you don't remember shit. That would be dope. And then we can just, like... Or, if anything, they would use that on all of us. I, I mean, everybody. I know, but anyway. they would use that on us. So... That's the start of the movie. And then we move into our characters. So we have four main characters in this one. We have a gentleman named Skyler. And as soon as you see him, he's like videotaping his vlog. And then he's like, be good. Be good. He said it like four times the first time. Because then he does a finger gun. And then he makes the. Mm-hmm. I can't even do that. I can't do it. I can do it pretty well. You can. You're a pro. Be good. I can't do that. I'm not even going to I'm, I'm surprised I can coordinate my body. I, mean, I can do the gun thing, but I can't do the... With the noise. I sound like I'm breaking a bone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, he has ridiculously hazel eyes. Like, demon status. Like, almost yeah, like yellow. yellow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Every time, like, I had a friend. I wouldn't say his friend. Who where was he? Where did he work? Oh, he worked at a, uh, uh, the traveling agency I used to work at. Um, he was nice. He was everything. But his eyes were legit fucking yellow. He's a demon. I was like. I don't, I don't like you. That's scary. Blah blah blah. But it thought was, you like demons. What? It was I'm just. I'm gonna tell Satan. <sighs> you are gonna be in trouble. Anyway, so we meet Skyler. He does his vlog, and he pretty much videotapes everything. So that's the premise of it. It is a found footage film. So that means found footage is footage that is not professionally cameraed. So people are carrying cameras from cell phones, from drones, from whatever, and that's how this movie is filmed. Um, so Skylar's obsessed with his vlog, so he's videotaping everything. And this group of four people, which is Skylar, Dakota, his twin sister, her boyfriend, Tren, who's a black dude, and Corey, who is Skylar's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So they all go camping. And when we see Dakota and Tren together, I said, oh, they're like us, black and white. They are. Which is really cute. They're so cute. But he's like way bigger than I am. He's like, like buff. But he looks, he has like a tummy though. He's like a power builder tummy. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I would take that over just having a tummy and skin and bones. Everybody has skins and skin and bones. Yeah, but I mean, just skin and bone. Oh. Not like muscular. I thought, because that was like, at least I have a tummy and skin and bones. And I was like, congratulations on that. This is like the manager special thing. I fucking hate it. <laughs> so this is when Skylar dresses up, and I really like how he explained himself. He was wearing plaid, and he was like wearing jeans and boots and shit. And he says, it's my inner lumber sexual. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, uh, what is it called? When a guy takes really good care of himself. Metrosexual? Metrosexual. But instead of being metrosexual, he's lumber, lumberjack sexual. Oh, lumberjack. Okay, I did not get that. What do you say lumber? I'm thinking, you know, your lower back or whatever. Lumbar. Lumber is wood, babe. Lumbar. B-A-R. Lumbar, lumber, it sounds the same. Okay. <laughs> and so this is, like, they're lumbar. driving and they're videotaping and all that. And then I wrote down... I'm surprised a black dude wants to go to camping. That is true. Especially. <laughs> you said that you said that. You're like, that is true. That is. That's a good point. Especially with like, you know, three other. Non. Non. Melanin. Dark <laughs> people. Because uh, if anything was to go down, you know, he would be screwed, you know. He's the first one to go. Technically, it was true. Technically, it was. Wait, yeah. no. No, he wasn't. No, Corey was. Corey was. Look at him survive a little longer. Just a tad. Just a smidgen. But I think he got the worst of it, though. Well, I mean, it was quick, I guess. Because you don't know if you die when you go up. You could be tortured. So, mm. I mean, he got a he got the good, good end. Yeah, that's true. More dogs, guys. Take shots. Sorry, they're very rambunctious right now. I think it's because we haven't fed them yet. Yeah, I thought you... I was going to ask you that. I did not, because I was down here working. Well. Uh, do. Okay, so we they set up camp, and I noticed that next to Skylar's tent... Do you remember what I pointed out? Um, solar panel thingy. They brought, like, a like a solar panel. Well, you got to charge <laughs> it. I mean, that's smart. And I they, would bring They that. decked their tent out with, like, lights and shit. It was really cute. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind, like camping like that but it, it was, was that was that's the way to camp right there not like going back in caveman time so there's, there's this no dude your beds. this dude was videotaping himself setting up his campsite and he had like a big family size tent for but it was just for i think him and his wife and what he did was it had like separate sections so he put the bed in one and then he put it there and then he got his teeth like he got a uh, a foldable table he put it down and then he put his like 55 inch screen tv on it and then he has an, an inflatable couch that he put on one end and then he had another table where he had a couple chairs it was his tent it was huge like it was like a bedroom with a living room and a dining room it was crazy How, that had to take five years to put together no he, he used the pump and he pumped it up and it was just like done it was a crazy. Tent that has a pump, so it's like oh an no, air the mattress? tent. I don't know. It's like one of those pop tents. You just put the things in, and it. Anyway, I'll have to find the video and show yeah, you. Yeah, to find that. But I was like, I would go camping like that. That's comfy. 
Uh-oh. Hey. 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 Come on. None of that. You guys are getting too rambunctious. See, look at that. They're quiet now. Take two shots. Though. Yeah, take two shots, though. You guys are going to be wasted. Um, so they do some droning. They do some paddle boats. Uh, the first It's the first night that they see the lights. So Tren wakes up. Skylar and Corey, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Dude, you guys gotta come out here." And then they see these lights that are kind of dancing around, but they're they're all in like a triangle. And then they move away, and then one comes back, and then another comes back, another comes well, back. Well, then and they're they, in a straight line, and then they then just they move go around back to a triangle. And so they kind of freak out about that, but they're like, "Oh, it has to be government." And the other two were thinking it's aliens, but it's not. It's definitely well. They well, kept saying UFO, but UFOs. So they're saying you. They're saying UFOs is terms as aliens but on the no ufo just means it's unidentified i i get that but the way they're saying it in there they were not meaning it like that the reason why i say ufo is because i heard it off of skinwalker ranch tv screen and his phone is going off uh yeah you actually can when i listen to it uh Skinwalker Ranch, and like one of the scientist dudes, he called it, he said UFO. Well, if you see an UFO, and I was like, that is the best thing ever. And now I say UFO. Yeah, it's better than saying UFO. So UFO. UFO. But it, yeah, it's just an unidentified aircraft. So, but they technically can't say UFO because it's just lights. But it's unidentified, and they're flying objects because they're moving around. How do you know it's a flying object? Because they're moving around. That doesn't mean it's flying. What is it doing? Swimming? It's. It's just moving. How would you move in the sky? I'll wait. How would you move in the sky? You move. How do lights? So you're saying those little, little long projector lights that are on the ground. But you can you see where the beam is. Ow. And you shine them into the sky. You can see those for miles. You're saying that's flying. No, because you can see the beam going up. No, you can't. Not I all can. the time. Not all the time. It depends on where you're at. So we're over mountains right now. If someone had a beam on the other side of this big, huge mountain, we would not be able to see it. We would be able to see the top part of it, and it depends on how they're shining it. So, no, not all unidentified things are flying. But they're still unidentified. Yeah, they're still unidentified, but it's not. It's unidentified flying object. So what about UMO? Unidentified moving objects. That's better. I would a million percent agree with you on that one. So UMO. See, we're coming up with all sorts of words. Yay. Well, acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the lights go away, and this huge lightning uh, thunder strikes sounds, and then the lights are gone. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That huge noise. Yeah, the huge noise. And so this is when they all go to bed, and the next day they go, like, hiking. So a lot of it's just, like, campy stuff. They're sitting around a fire, like, all. I'm not going into that. You guys can watch it and enjoy it. Um, And so they go camping, or camping, hiking. And they go up this like hill and like Dakota's dying. And then this is when Skylar sits on a tree that has recently That's fallen like, over. No, it was like destroyed. It like, was it like was hit with a bomb. Like, what something. is it? Pummeled? Yeah. Is that the word I want? No, it's not, but it's close enough. Um, so the tree has fallen and everything is crazy. And they're like, oh, crap. And so they go back to the campsite and then another day goes by. And then at no, night I thought just wait I'm getting to it because they were only there for like two nights two they? nights so the first yeah. night and then this is the second night so the second night because this first day they went hiking after they saw the lights yeah, the first night they, they saw woke the woke up the second day in the morning that's when because he already posted his stuff no 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 this is when they see rocks are stacked. Yeah, the rocks are stacked. That's so like talking. a shit ton of rocks are stacked. So like these are technically called prayer rocks. And so whenever you're hiking in Korea, like people would like uh, stack rocks and you would say a prayer and then you move on. So that's like typical. So to me, that wasn't really weird. But to them, there was 50 million of them. And I could understand where well, it'd be. that would be very weird. And they're like, maybe it was some drunk guys. And they're like, how are drunk guys going to stack yeah, this? Hell no. That was dumb. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they all fall, start falling well, over. Because they did something and then they they all started falling. I think, I think he started recording them, or they started talking about something, and then they just yeah. started falling. So this is when he takes the drone up, and he's like looking around. I think that's what it was. He took and the drone then up. he sees the burned, scorched earth above, and like a weird shape, like it looked like a face, a crop circle e kind of thing. I mean, not really. Yeah, stop fighting. I'm over it. Don't fight over me. Um, <laughs> so this is now uh, they pack up their shit they go home they're home and everybody's 
everybody stays, I think. So Trin and yeah, Dakota stay. Oh, so. Corey didn't stay because he had to wait, go to work the early the next mm-hmm. day. So it's just the three of them. And so Skylar decides, oh, I'm going to start uploading my videos and editing and shit. And so he starts doing that. And then he gets this random text. And this person is just like texting me like, hello, Skylar. Uh, you should have, like, you shouldn't upload shit and kind of. Basically giving them a warning. Yeah. Giving like, them a warning. Just be careful what you're doing with the videos and because you're being watched. Yeah. And so this is when uh, I think he falls asleep at this point and then he hears the noise. Like whenever it's like a motion detector, it like alerts you if like somebody's at the front door or somebody's at the back door. So it alerted them and there was somebody in the back, like in the, their backyard and this is when they find the trash cans are stacked oblongly. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Because okay. they were like, somebody's outside. Somebody's in the backyard. And so they all run outside. And then all of a sudden, the trash cans are there. And then they okay, tip over. I missed that. Like, why they went out there. Yeah, that's why. And so this is when Skylar has a brilliant idea to set up cameras all over the house. Because weird shit is happening. He wants to catch it. His parents are conveniently on a cruise. Gone. So. Yeah, for like a week or something. Two weeks, I think. Um, so trash cans are set they set up cameras and watch cameras Corey's house. Yeah, they, he set up cameras all over, um, like in the living room, I think his bedroom, kitchen, outside, front door. Well, I think the front yeah. door was like the well, ring. Oh, at, at night when he was watching Corey, like he was watching the video of Corey and somebody was walking past him in the shadows. That was creepy. He watched a video of Corey. Like remember they kept the the FaceTime up oh, the entire night. in Corey's room. In Corey's yeah. room. And so this like, is... Corey's not walking. He was asleep. No, he wasn't walking. I was saying somebody was walking by him. Oh, got it. My bad. I need you to be I on heard wrong. level with me. I can't. All right. So this is when Skylar admits that he's been recording <laughs> their nightly sessions. And he's like, uh, what? I have to like figure out... Like, We're going to have to talk about that later. Whether that's bizarre or hot. <laughs> <laughs> and so this line we thought was really funny because like they say something and it's like i don't know i wasn't there and he was like okay well then fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's like maybe that's your parents like no my mom was working a graveyard shift and something about something else and he's like well then okay fuck <laughs> <laughs> that was the best freaking line ever this is when a black sedan starts coming in and parking. Stop playing with the dogs, I'm babe. Not, I'm focus. Not, I'm focused. No, you're not. A million percent. You, hey, ADD. No. I'm on. I'm on it. Don't touch him. Okay. He's touching the puppy, and he's like, "Why did you touch me?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> arrows here. Take a take, take a, a take a shot. Take a shot. You guys are gonna be wasted. Yeah, you're gonna be hammered. Please do not drive drunk. Um. So this is when MIB creepy fuckers come. Uh, to their house. Uh, they show up in the sedan. I don't remember if this is the one when they go to the door. Mm, now, yes, yes. No, it, it is? It is. Because they, they saw the car, but then it came back and they were knocking on the door saying, hey, we need to like talk to you about this. Um, this is when Trent has something on his back. They figure it out. It hurts him and he's like, fuck, I hate my life. Like He's so depressed. Um then they all figured out they have something because Corey has something on his ankle. Uh, and then uh, what's her name? Dakota has. She has one on her back. She had. Well, she ends up getting. I think she gets hers later. I think it was just Corey and Trin that have. The yeah. Little, the little things. But the thing is, is, Corey's was like more of like a sample taken. And then Trin had something put into him. Yeah, he had like a transmitter or something put into him. Uh, so this is when, so the next day the MIB black sedan comes back and this is when they have the idea to send out the drone. So they're sending out the drone to get a closer look. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand that. Like to me, that was a little stupid. Well, but, uh, I think because they wanted to see, they wanted to get a closer look at them in the car. Excuse me, but they didn't want to go out there themselves, so they used a drone well, I to understand get closer. That. But it, it couldn't get closer because he was saying apparently it was like hitting a wall. It hit something and it like disintegrated and yeah. it broke apart, like yeah. it broke his drone. So the expensive drone. Um, and this is when in the videos they see an orb in the house going to Dakota and Trent's room. So the orb is there, and then you can hear them screaming bloody murder, and they're trying to get into the door, and. 
Yeah. As soon as they get in there, it's like nothing was even going on. Like, yeah. They're asleep. They're like, they're just like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, and so this is when they are all in agreement. It's UFOs. Like UFOs, alien style shit. Next UFOs. UFOs. Um, so Trin goes, Trin goes to the doctor and the doctor is like, it's weird. It's black on his like x-ray and there's something there. Let's see if it just goes away. Like, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's like, let's give it a couple of days and see if it goes away on its own. Like, no mother freaker, take this shit out. And so Trin is like, no, I want it out of me now. And he's like freaking out. And I'm like, he's doing the whole macho, like, ah, he's got to show off for his girlfriend, whatever. Um, so this is when Trent, uh, not Trent, Skylar and Dakota help take it out. So they pretty much cut him open with a razor and he's freaking out. And I'm like, calm down. He's like, it hurts so much. Like, oh, calm down, strong guy or something, whatever they call him. Um, oh, and this is when also we see that, uh, Dakota has blemishes like burn marks. It was really interesting. Yeah. That's, that's well, what this she, is has when a, I, she has the, the, like a tattoo of the face that's in the. In the burned ground or whatever. Um, And so, Mike, I asked you this last night and was like, would you let me cut you, like, cut it out of you? Yeah, I would have said cut it out of me the first time we saw it. Because I'm really good at surgical stuff. Get that bad boy out. I want, like, a surgical kit just in case I have to do shit like that. Because, like, one time Lala had this bump on her butt and I was trying, I thought it was just, like, a pustule. So I was going to puncture it and let it drain out because that's just easy why would you did not happen it didn't happen so i kept on poking her and cutting at it and she just sat there like a champ and i was like she is a champ she doesn't care like i I accidentally stepped on her tail once and she didn't move and i was like full on on her tail and she just sat there and she was like like when i tried to take a tick off of her i was using uh the wrong like your pliers i'm like tweezers dude well normally i have the small needle nose and that's perfect because i can get it but these i couldn't find those so i used something else i can't remember what it was and I thought I was on the tick's head, and I was pulling at her skin. <laughs> it's not funny. It was, like, she, she had a did, huge bruise. She did not budge. Like, I'm just sitting here, like, pulling. Like, her skin was stretched out, like, two inches, and she just, like, sitting there looking at me. And I'm just like, and when I, I was like, this can't be right. And I let go, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Lala. But she was like, it's okay, Dad. I know you're trying to help. She is, told me she's that. Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. I'm so depressed. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's playing with Wade now. She always plays with Wade. Oh my god. Uh, um, so this is when they all decide that they want to leave. So they pack up, run out to the car, and well, then after they take it out. After they take it out. Yeah. And so they pack up the car, they run to it, and they start to leave, but then all of a sudden a bright light comes in, and then it's a time change, and it brings them back to the house, and they don't remember. They're yeah, sitting out in like front. six hours. Six hours like difference, yeah. Disappeared. And so they all go back in the house, and they're all laying on the couch, and we're like, we're going to lay here for right now. Uh, Dakota kind of wakes up in a trance, and she goes to her room, and she kind of has a seizure. She goes on the bed, and she shakes, and then she's like... It's doing that. What are you doing? No, you're obsessed with ticks, dude. I am not obsessed. So Dakota leaves and goes to her room, has a seizure. Then Tren wakes up and he goes outside and he stands there for fucking four hours, four or or five hours hours into the daytime. And Dakota is like screaming. And this is when Skylar and Corey run up to the room and she has bruises all over her body. Like. Somebody beat the shit I out of her. I thought it was a tattoo. More than, so, they're bruises. They, they were bruises. They that's why. That's why Skylar ran downstairs. Yeah, like, what did you do to my sister? And he pushed him, and then he fell over. And she was like, and then Dakota was fine. She wasn't crying anymore. She's like, oh my god, Trent. Well, I mean, he was just like he just fell over after he got pushed, which normally is not normal. And so now they are all kind of really unsure of what to do. They're seventeen years old. They're sitting in the kitchen, and then Trent's nose starts to bleed, and. They were like, hi, we don't know how to do this. Hang your head back. Hang your head forward. They were trying to figure it out. They figured it out. And so Trent was like, we need protection. Does your dad have a gun? And they go to the basement. They're in the basement, and they hear, start hearing this weird, weird noise. It's like one, two, two, one, two, one noise. And it's there's a hidden room in the basement, which I feel is badass. I thought that was cool. I mean, yeah, but not when it's like a secret from you. And so... They find a video and they watch it. It's like an old VHS. If you don't know what a VHS is, look it up, people, because I lived in that era and I loved my VHSs. Um, 
And so the tw- it shows a video of these two twins, which were Dakota and Skylar, walking towards a light toward this alien figure with a scientist. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the fuck? You, we, you don't remember this? No, we don't remember this. Well, Dakota remembered like a little bit. She didn't remember, but she remembered like parts of it. Like, parts of it, yeah. Uh, and that freaked out, uh, not Corey. Yeah, Corey. Yeah, Corey. Corey Corey's, was like, I don't want any part of this crap anymore. He starts getting pissed off at Dakota. He starts getting pissed off at Skyler. And he's like, how do y'all not remember any of this crap? He's like, I just want to be done with this. So he's like, I'm going home. So he goes home. And this this guy, um, Indrid Cold. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> he He's the person texting Skylar, and he texts him again, and he's like, hey, I know more than like you let on. And he listed a bunch of shit that was from his past. And uh, and he's freaking out, and he's like, okay, what do I do? And he's like, run. And so in their heads, they're thinking, yeah, they're going to run, but the thing is they can't leave. They've like, already they tried try. to run. And so <laughs> Corey is back in his house, and then – um, Skyler's watching the video and Corey's levitating and then all of a sudden he disappears and reappears in front of Skyler's house and then he naked. walks no he has boxers on he's naked he has boxers on he's naked you want to do another bet I know I mean, this we one. didn't bet the first time no he's wearing boxers I swear to god he's naked he walks down the street and then all of a sudden he disappears Skyler runs out and tries to find him but he's gone so this is the first abduction mm-hmm. um, this is when do um, Indrid calls and Trent is like, fuck you. And yeah, pulls a phone out of the wall, but then the call is still going. And he was like, uh, okay, whatever, dude. And so then this is when Trent goes outside and approaches a sedan and he's screaming at him. He's like, blah, blah, blah. and then he gets shot. Well, he takes the gun because he's going to try to be all macho. And he's like, man, fuck this. So he goes running or not running. He goes speed walking outside and he's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? What are y'all? And then they roll down the window and then pat right to the brain. Right. So he's gone. And so now this is when Skylar and Dakota tried to escape. So they run through the backyard. And then this is when Skylar starts levitating. He's going and he has a camera. And you can see Dakota like on the ground and he's getting pulled higher up. And then he drops the camera. And then it's pointing at Dakota. And then an MIB agent comes and picks her up and like takes her away. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then, and then we have the masked guy, and he says, again, like kind of the spiel, the government's like, trying oh, to hide. Oh, yeah, like they're trying to hide this video, and they're taking out people. Now you are, know the truth. Blah, now blah, you blah. know the truth. And then he's like in some studio, and he's like, yeah, if you have any reports, you know, contact us at 4chan. Something. 4chan, which is a real thing. Yeah, and then, or chaos something. And then, so he's like signing off, doing other stuff, and you see these four or two men in black suits like climbing upstairs yeah like walking in this little facility or whatever and they start banging on his door so they end up finding his live broadcast feed and so now he is gone as well because he tries to escape but yeah he can't so they find you it's done indrid cold is an interesting name and so i was like what there has to be an anagram for it so i did an anagram for indrid cole which are close because I thought it was cold, not cold. And it's a die in cold. And I was like, that's interesting. That's fun. But that's it. That's oh, maybe that's, maybe that's why. You said die in cold. Maybe that's why his last name is cold. So maybe it is like related. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, okay, that's interesting. But anyway, that's the full movie, guys. It was actually pretty interesting. I mean, take it. It is interesting. It just basically touches base on. Aliens. No. It touches base on government cover-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, conspiracy theories. Conspir- well, I, nowadays, like nine times out of ten, conspiracy theories are end up being true. So, right. Um, so they're not really conspiracy theories if All they right. turn out to be. What true. is your score, sir? Um, seven is popping into my head. So Me too. I guess seven. I liked it, but it was not my favorite. But it wasn't the worst. So it's I a mean, good. You've seen it like five times. I know. I like. I like alien movies. So that's a seven. Um, Again, you can watch it on Tubi. Definitely check it out. So moving on to your topic. Do you remember what your topic is? Uh, mysterious deaths. Unsolved mysteries. Mysterious po- deaths. 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 2.0. Um, so, uh, again, I got all this information off Parade.com. Today we're only giving you eight because these are longer. So these are a little bit more detailed. This is going to have a little bit more interesting situations. Um 
I like she just licked my foot. All right, so I'm going to start us off. We are going to do the Wall Street bombing of 1920. During the lunch rush on Wall Street on September day, on a September day in 1920, a nondescript man driving a cart pressed an old horse. Can you stop playing with him? You're distracting me. How am I distracting you? I can hear see your hand moving. Oh my god! Uh, old horse forward in front of the U.S. at assay office. Sure. Embassy. I'm sure it's supposed to be embassy. Uh, in front of the U.S. Embassy office, uh, across from the J.P. Morgan building. He stopped his car, got down, and immediately disappeared into the crowd. Minutes later, the car exploded into a hail of metal fragments, immediately killing more than 30 people and injuring 300. The Bureau in- interviewed hundreds of people who had been around that area before, during and after the attack, but collected very little information. The few recollections of the driver and wagon were vague and useless. However, the most promising lead had come prior to the explosion. A mailman had found four crudely spelled and printed flyers in the Wall Street area from a group calling itself the American Anarchist Fighters that demanded the release of political prisoners. No one was arrested. Wow. Isn't that interesting? I haven't heard of that one. Neither have I, but it's 1920s, so it's like right around the Great oh, Depression. 1920s. Uh, so this one... I gave this one to you because is I... <laughs> super popular. I mean, I wasn't a, a big fan of listening to his music. There's like one song that I like by him. But anyway, it's The Mysterious Death of Tupac Shakur. Uh, on September 7, 1996, almost said 1986... <laughs> At the MGM Grand Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. No, that's not the same one. Um, Well-known rapper Tupac Shakur was seen attending a Mike Tyson boxing match. After the match, Tupac left with CEO of Death Row Records, Shook Knight. Upon the departure of the match, Tupac and his bodyguards got into a fight with Compton-based Southside Crips gang member Orlando Anderson in the lobby of the MGM Grand MGM. Uh, after the fight was broken up, Tupac and Knight left in Knight's car and Tupac's entourage following in cars behind them. While stopped at the intersection of Flamingo and Caval, a white Cadillac pulled up to the passenger side of Knight's car and shot out the window, hitting Tupac four times and grazing Knight in the head with a bullet fragment. Uh, Las Vegas police never arrested anyone in connection with the murder. There's a bunch of people that are cons- considered possibles, but... Yeah, Shook Knight being one of them. Um, Biggie I, Smalls. I think Biggie, but he ended up getting taken out, too, I think, a few years later. Or, <gasps> yeah. So, yeah, it was... There was a, that, like, error, I think, within those four or five years, there was... A lot of deaths. Yeah, a lot of deaths in the Sad rap death. community. All right, so this is another one that just recently had a lot of hype because it had a new TV series made out of it. Um, So it's called The Watcher House. I love the story because it's creepy. So in June 2014, Maria and Derek Brodus and their three young children were getting ready to move into their new home, 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. Three days after closing the sale, before the Brodus family had even begun to move in, a letter arrived in their new mailbox. The letter was addressed to the new owner. In big, chunky handwriting, the typed letter read as follows. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call you to uh, call you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades, and now as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in 1920s. My father watched it in 1960s, and it's now my time. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I'm in one. Look at all the windows <laughs> you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in... Wait. Look at the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all of the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. You have children. I have seen them. The letter continued. So far, I think there are three that I have counted. Do you need to fill the house with young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it greeted, agreed to bring me your children? <laughs> Once I know their names, I will call them and draw them to me. At the bottom of the letter, the author used cursive font to sign The Watcher. 
The family reached out to the previous owners, but they had never received anything like that. Still, the two families went to the police with the letter, and an investigation was opened. The police warned the families not to tell anyone about the letters, including their neighbors, who were now all suspects. Wow. That's, that was long, but I was like, I like that letter because it's creepy as fuck, and I think it was like, I don't know. Like, they got other letters, like, throughout this. I didn't want to put them all in because that had been so long. But, um, like, and they were just, like, freaked out, and these kids, and, like, there's, like, a few suspects. Like, there's an old man in their, like, their backyard neighbor, mm-hmm. and that was watching them all the time, and he's just an old dude. And then there was, like, other people, like, around that they considered. Anyway, so the mo- the TV show that it's called, it's called The Watcher. I believe it's on Hulu. I haven't heard of this. Anyway, that's that was that one. Your turn. Uh, the Axemen of New Orleans. Nolans. Uh, starting in 1918 and over a period of 18 months, the city of New Orleans was haunted by a serial killer known as the Axeman. So this is from, uh, uh, don't tell me, um, uh, what is the name of it? American Horror Story. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, a topic in American Horror Story. Season three, Coven. Uh, yeah, the Axeman was the personification of a of the boogeyman only attacking at night and was rumored to be responsible for 12 attacks and six deaths to make this mystery even more chilling. He seemed to only creep on his victims while they slept. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddly enough, the Axeman never used his own tools and only used what he could find in the victim's house. Mm-hmm. Usually an ax. Who the fuck just carries an ax? Well, I mean, house? it was in 1918. So they probably have to chop wood for fire wow. for heat. Um. The uh, yeah. Oh, uh, usually an axe, which then would leave at the scene of the crime. So he literally just left it there. Oh, he would. Oh, I thought you. Then he would leave. Which he, which he then would leave. Okay, I get it now. I thought he was saying so. That take it with him. That one's a short. So there was like a few things in that that I left out. So in this, there's a bunch of stories like he would break into the house and the, it, it was just crazy. And so there's one story where he literally axed a pregnant woman in the head. She survived and gave birth the next day. Oh, wow. And there, I think her husband died, I think. But um, and then there was like one point where he demanded he wrote a letter to the paper and he said, um, if if I love, I have an affinity for jazz, and if everybody is playing jazz, I will pass over their house. But if you, the household does not play jazz, I will, like, come and kill you, pretty mm-hmm. much. And so they're like that day. That's where that's kind of the reason why, like, New Orleans is about the jazz and shit. Because well, of, also because back then people would leave their freaking doors and windows unlocked, yeah. which is dumb. All right, I like that story. We're moving on to another letter letter family. Um, so it's called The Mystery of the Circleville Letters. In 1976, residents of Circleville, Ohio, began receiving threatening mail. The letters were from Columbus, but had no return address. They accused school bus driver Mary Gillespie and the school superintendent of having extra mail... Okay, so the letters accused the school bus driver, Mary Gillespie, and the school superintendent of having extramarital affairs. So they're cheating on their spouses. One of the letters was even addressed to Mary's husband, Ron, that threatened his life if he didn't put a stop to the affair. So they threatened Mary's husband. Mary was a girl having the affair that if the husband, Ron, didn't stop his wife from having an affair. Like, what is it? They would kill him. Like that. That. So be- <laughs> they're basically informing him, "Hey, your wife is cheating, and now you need to stop her." Yeah, bitch. Um, <laughs> that's like a bitch. Slap. Oh, so maybe they're telling him that he needs a killer then. Take care of it, or <laughs> tell her to stop. Well, it's like if he didn't put a stop to the affair, so he's supposed to stop the affair. Yeah, but like, what he's gonna go up to him and be like, "Hey, you need to stop having." I know an you're affair. cheating on me, but you need to stop today. Like she's gonna be like, "Okay, yes, sir, <laughs> yes, daddy." <laughs> Uh, in 1977, Ron died in a suspicious one-car crash that involved gunshots. Uh, <laughs> I just wasn't a pause for effect. So a one-man car crash that involved gunshots. Okay. Huh. That, that makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I think but... the deer are shooting again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think the deer are retaliating. I'm not <laughs> done yet. Okay. Uh, so, however, when the sheriff ruled the death as an accident, other residents of Circleville began receiving letters accusing the sheriff of covering up the so-called accident. Ron's sister's husband, we have so many people, Paul Freshour, was convicted of writing the letters after there was an attempt to murder Mary via a booby trap rigged pistol. This is, like, ridiculous. Okay. Even after he was thrown behind bars, the Circleville letters continued throughout the 1970s and early 1980s. Freshour even received one in prison. In 1994, Freshour was released, and he claimed his inno- uh, and he claimed his innocence until his death in 2012. The true identi- identity of the Circleville letter writer remains unknown. So they're just like sending letters to all these people, maybe killing one person, one person in a car accident. And then somebody, like, booby-trapping a pistol to try to kill Mary. Mm -hmm. But nothing happened. It was just threatening letters. Wow. Well, I mean, maybe something. Well, I think they were trying to get the people to do it. Yeah. Like, right the wrongs. no one did it. Right the wrongs. The death of the boy in the box. This is a good one. Uh, on February 25th, 1957, a body of an unidentified boy was found in a box in an illegal dumping ground near Philadelphia. The boy was estimated to be around four to six years old, weighed about 30 pounds and stood about three feet, three inches. He was found naked, but wrapped in a blanket. His hair was recently cut and his body was recently washed clean. There were small scars on his chin, groin and left ankle some of which prove he went through a small medical procedure. He was found he was found with a blunt force trauma to the head that was determined to be the cause of death and there were no witnesses. In order to identify the boy, the body was kept in the morgue while visitors from 10 different states tried to look for identifiable marks to no avail. Unfortunately, the boy has never been identified and the case still remains open. So it's an alien. So, what year was it? 1957. Okay. Because I'm just thinking, I'm like, well, back in the, like, when the Great Depression happened, like, people would try to sell off their kids. Maybe it was like that, but no, it's 1950s. I mean, when did, like, fingerprints and everything come about? Not until, like, the 70s, 80s. If I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. See, what they should have did, what about cryo? Was that back then? Yeah, it was. So they should have cryoed the body. I mean, they still can excavate it and just like take out the DNA. Like, I feel like now if they did that, they would find it because of 23andMe bullshit. I mean, but does does the boy still have teeth? Teethuses? Yeah. It was just weird because like there was no connection to it. The the thing is, it looked like the body was taken care of as like after it died. Like somebody cared about that that kid and put him in a box, wrapped him in a blanket because like that takes care. Like if you didn't care about the kid, you would just toss him to the side. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have mattered. But he was like wrapped in a blanket nicely and he put in a box. So maybe it was an accident thing, kind of like the the um uh like. Jomini Ramsey. Yeah, thank you. Gee, you're just watching me struggle. I was over waiting here. for you to ask for help. Um, it's maybe like that or the movie we saw too. So maybe it was something like that where like mm-hmm. the son or whatever like accidentally kills a sibling and then oh like God, the I parents have movie. to like cover it up now. The orphan's first kill yeah, was first real kill. good. Um, so maybe it was something like that. But or I mean, but they should be able to to because they said that they can't even identify the boy. So if they still if they the, still have the body, so they could very much uh, yeah, exhume take him. take a tooth out and examine there it. There we go. I think they might. It's just right now nobody did. And I was just like, I really wish somebody could do that because like the, like the what is it, the Summerton man I told you about, the guy who was found on the beach and he had no distinguishing marks, nobody knows who he was, mm-hmm. who recently got figured out. Like, they, they keep on bringing him back, and they're like, fuck, we're going to exhume him for the 20th time. Let's go. And then they finally figured out who he was. Yeah, they need to do that to the boy, but probably not because, like, That'd it's be a really, boy. Like, it's a little boy. It's and a it's, little boy. But at least, like, return him to his family. Maybe he had a sister or something, and they could deliver him back and just be I like. I mean, but they can't even identify him, so they can't do that either. I so mean, they need to, though, because, yeah, I'm pretty sure someone would like to have closure or something. All right. If they know where he's buried. This is my last one. And it is a doozy. This is called the Sodder Children Disappearance. One of my favorites. Okay. 
I'm going to tell you it. (laughs) 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 On the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Not not even even a mouse. mouse. Okay. On the (laughs) night before Christmas in 1945 in Fayetteville, West Virginia, George and Jenny Sauter were asleep with nine of the, oh, fucking Jeez, nine of their children when a fire started in the house around one a.m. in the one in the morning. George, Jeannie, and four of their children managed to escape. The remaining children, so these children are in the house: fourteen-year-old Maurice, twelve-year-old Martha, nine-year-old Louis, 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 eight-year-old J- Jenny, and five-year-old Betty still remained in the house. Between the five of them, they shared two bedrooms located upstairs. George tried to save the remaining children, but the staircase was ablaze. His two... Well, what looked at me? (laughs) His two coal trucks he was trying to use to stand on mysteriously wouldn't start. So he had two coal trucks. He was going to move close to the house so he could climb up and get get them out through the window. But they wouldn't start. Neither of them. And they were working the day before. So everything was fine. Okay. Um, Marion, Marion ran to the neighbors to phone the fire department, but the operator didn't pick up. So uh, there's always an operator on the phone. If they don't pick up, that's weird. Uh, when another neighbor called, the operator failed to pick up on the phone again. That same neighbor actually drove to town and found the fire chief in person, F.J. Morris, and told him about the fire. However, even though the fire station was located a mere 2.5 miles away from the house, the firefighters didn't reach the Sauter home until 8 a.m., seven hours after the fire began. Wow. When they they got there, the house was literally burnt to ash. Authorities sifted through the ash to try and find the remains of the missing five children, but nothing was found, and they were presumed dead due to the fire. Moore suggested that the fire was so hot that it literally cremated the children's bodies, including their bones. While that theory sounds reasonable, it's not entirely That's accurate because the teeth wouldn't have. Yeah, at least. Well, it had to be super hot. Yeah, it has to be like seven hundred thousand degrees or something stupid like, like that. Extremely hot, like sun type hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Including the bones. While the theory, the theory sounds reasonable, it's not entirely accurate because even when flesh is burned away, bones are typically left behind. Additionally, there was no smell of burning flesh reported during, af- during or after the fire. The cause of the fire was deemed to be bad wiring, and the five missing children were issued death certificates. Soon after the fire, George and Jeannie... Jeannie began to suspect that their children were not dead but instead kidnapped and the fire was deliberately set as a diversion. In fact, George had the wiring checked earlier that fall by the power company, which had been deemed the wiring in a safe working order. Creepy. Hmm. While the fire was in progress, a woman came forward and said she saw all of the five missing children peering from a passing car. While it's ablaze, like, maybe tell the police officer, like, dumb bitch. Another woman who was staying at a Charleston hotel had seen the children's photos in a newspaper and said she had seen four of the five a week after the fire. The children were accompanied by two women and two men, all of the, all of the Italian extraction. Hmm? I don't know what that means. Maybe they're all <clears throat> Italian. She said in a statement, I tried to talk to the children in a friendly manner, but the man appeared hostile and wouldn't allow it. And the children were never found. So they were adopted. Abducted. Abducted. Maybe the men in black. Maybe. But now they have four of them. It's two men and two women. But I wonder why them. Like, why not? I mean, nine children's a lot. You can sacrifice five. Maybe the, uh, like, dad or mom set it up. Because they're like, we have way too many kids. No birth control was here. He doesn't know how to pull out. Someone come take them. Oh, I'm turning the key in my car. It's not working. Yeah. And then all the neighbors are fishy. All the neighbors, except that one dude who actually drove to town, were in on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just forgot to tell that one neighbor. (laughs) Or they're like, well, to make it seem like, you know, someone's trying wait some hours or something and then go physically. That's just all fishy. But I have a long one too. focus Mine is like five pages long, so hang tight. The Mysterious Drowning of Natalie Wood. Mm-hmm. On November 29th, 1981, around 7.30 a.m., actress Natalie Wood's body was found floating face down in the Pacific Ocean about 200 yards away from 
Catalina Island's Blue Cavern Point. Jeez Louise. Wood and her husband, Robert Wagner, invited Wood's co-star, Christopher Walken. Oh, my man. Christopher Walken was there. Christopher Walken onto the boat, onto their boat, the Splendor. The group left on the boat around 12 in the afternoon on November 27, 1981. Oh, so two days before. Uh, Everyone on the boat, including the captain, had been drinking for much of the weekend. On that Friday night, Wood and Wagner had argued at the point where Davern became concerned and asked Walken to get involved. Davern is the the captain. Oh, I was like, who else? Why can't it just say There's five. I think there's about five people on there. There's Wagner. There's Natalie. No, four people. There's Christopher Walken. Walken, the captain. And then there's one more dude and then the captain. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, Wagner would have argued to the point where Davern became concerned and asked Walken to get involved. Walken... Uh, refused to intervene and is quoted saying, never get involved in an argument between a man and his wife. Uh, Davern or the captain ended up taking wood to the shore to shore that night using the ship's dingy, 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 dingy. Dingy. It's like a little boat. Oh, cute. Why can't they say little fucking boat? Um, the prince dingy is valiant, the proper form. Valiant and. The Prince Valiant, and they slept at the hotel in Avalon. The next morning, they returned to the yacht and Wood agreed to spend the rest of the weekend ab- aboard. That afternoon, Wood and Walken went to the went to shore to begin drinking at Doug's Harbor Reef and Saloon. They had much to drink, and their waitress reported Wood not eating much of her dinner. Wait, yeah. I got uh, okay. So Wood is the the, the Natalie chick. Wood. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, returns and would agree to spend that afternoon. Wood, okay, Wood and Walken went to. Sorry, guy, I'm gonna have to repeat some stuff because the all these names. I have to okay, like, so Wood and Walken. So Christopher and yeah, Natalie it. went to the yeah, restaurant. Sure to go drinking at the saloon. They had much to drink. The waitress reported Wood not eating much of her dinner. Um, and stumbling out of the restaurant when they were done, Walken and Wood boarded the dinghy and went back to the yacht around 10 p.m. A waitress from the Harbor Patrol said that they uh, said they heard Wood scream about something, but they brushed it off because she was intoxicated. Witnesses from a nearby boat claimed they heard shouts around midnight. However, uh, there was a party going on nearby, so they thought it was from the party that didn't and they didn't intervene. One of the witnesses, John Payne, said he heard a woman scream, help me, somebody help me coming from the stern of the Splendor and potentially from the, from a dinghy. He then thought he heard a man's voice say, okay, honey, we'll get you. But the tone was so mocking, which is why he thought the cries were associated with the party. According to Wagner, there was a nonviolent argument that broke out between him and Walken over politics. Wood wasn't involved and quickly became bored and assumed Assumed, assumedly went to bed. Assumedly. Oh, okay. Assumedly went to bed. However, Wagner didn't realize she was missing until he went to go kiss her goodnight around 1.30 a.m. The Coast Guard was alerted and Wood was found floating six hours later about a mile away from the yacht with the dinghy not too far from her. According to no, Nogushi, Wood had been drinking and she may have slipped while trying to reboard the dinghy. Wood's sister, Lana, expressed doubts uh, alleging that Wood could not swim and had been terrified of water all her life, that she would never have left the yacht on her own in the dinghy. To uh, to this day, her death remains a mystery. Yeah, that's like crazy. Like apparently she had like a, a phobia against deep water. And she would never have gone in there unless somebody was with her. So yeah, unless you're drunk. Or yeah, but like they, people do things when they're. So drunk. there's so many theories about that. They're like, oh, her husband pushed her, or the captain pushed her, or, captain or Christopher Walken pushed her, or no, he wouldn't. He's a gem. He's a gem. I um, mean, I mean, they said they heard a man saying, like, uh, "What is okay, honey? We'll get you." So okay, honey. So I mean, that seems like it could be the husband. Right, but it, but it was in a mocking tone, like he rolled his eyes. So maybe 
she was screaming help and he was like oh she's she's so dramatic but not realizing that she's actually in the water he could have been just like sitting with christopher walken and drinking so she probably i'm to me that seems like she got so drunk that she was like i'm bored of y'all fucking talking about politics screw this and she went out on a dinghy by herself or maybe she went with someone but i'm assuming she went by herself and either fell over she can't swim, so she's not going to be able to get back in a Why dinghy. didn't she just fall asleep on the yacht then? She has a room there. That's where they slept. It's like a hotel. Because she wanted to not go to sleep. She wanted to still, like, drink and hang uh, out. That's a theory. Okay. A lot well, of theories. A lot of things. That was good. I like those stories a lot. There's a lot of information there. That's why we only got eight. I was only I was about to only do six because that was fucking long. But eh. well, we only had like two really long ones. Not too bad. Um. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um. Again, we're not qualified. Is the next episode, so you know what to do. We are qualified. Right here. into in for the you night sixty nine. Saying it wrong. In for the night sixty nine at gmail gmail dot com or uh, go to our website in for the night podcast dot com and you can contact us there. But what else can you find on our website, Lur? Merchant merchandise. Merchandise? Merchant merchandise. Um, definitely go check that out. Patreon. I also have an Etsy shop that has a lot more different things, not only podcast related, but also like fun things. So um, it's in for the night store on Etsy. So you can look it up there. Um, but other than that, that is it for us, folks. We hope you enjoyed it and we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And until next time, peeperinos, peace out.